You're listening to Spanish from Scratch, Beginners, episode 19. How to complain. Buenas, Liz. Hola, Rob. ¿Tienes alguna queja esta mañana? Do you have any complaint this morning? Sí. ¿Qué pasa? Es muy temprano <laughs> para trabajar. Mm. Too, too early to work. So, in today's podcast, we're talking about how to complain, which is a very British problem, yeah, I think. Yeah, your favorite topic, I think. <laughs> What are you saying? Uh, you normally complain for a lot of things. <laughs> mm. Well, there's a difference between whinging, which is what I do, and complaining, so... Okay, complaining is more serious. Yeah, it's, it's when um, maybe there's a problem in a restaurant or something like that. So that it requires specific language and it can be difficult to do. So we need to know what kind of language we can use, what kind of vocabulary, what kind of phrases and that kind of thing. Mm, interesting, because we, we use the same word, queja, quejarse, in both ways, in the formal way, but also like whinging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that would be our first piece of vocabulary. How do you say to complain? Quejarse. 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 Yeah, so quejarse, and that's a reflexive verb. We know that because it has the SE on the end, quejarse. So how do you say, I complain? Me quejo. Me quejo. Me quejo. So, me quejo mucho. Do I complain a lot? Me quejo mucho. Sí, te quejas mucho. Hmm. Tú no te quejas mucho. Casi no. <laughs> okay, so let's imagine a situation when you might complain. And a typical situation could be in a restaurant, for example. If your food's not been very good and you want to make a complaint. So the first thing I suppose you'd do is get someone's attention. So typically the waiter. How would you do that? Disculpe. Disculpe. Perdone. Perdone. And there's one which they... Uh, I always read in the textbooks that they use in Spain. I've never really heard it. And you definitely don't hear it in Latin America, which is oiga. Mm. And it's it sounds quite rude, if you ask me. Yeah, it's, for me it's quite aggressive. Yeah. Oiga. <laughs> oiga. So, when in doubt, in Latin America use disculpe, which comes from the verb disculpar. So... Sorry, excuse me. Or perdone, which has a similar meaning, comes from the verb perdonar. And you could try using oiga, which I've, I've read in textbooks and not really heard very often, if I'm honest. Anyway, so that's how you get someone's attention. So the next thing you want to do, of course, is actually describe the problem. So what's some language that we can use to describe a problem? For example, how could you say, there is no da 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 da? Okay. No hay da 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 da. <laughs> okay, no hay. So using there is, there are, I, H-A-Y. So could you give a phrase with that? No hay salsa. Okay, no hay salsa. There's no sauce. <laughs> Or maybe something's broken. So how could you say... Something's broken. El vaso 
está roto. El vaso, in this case, the glass, está roto. So, the verb we're looking for comes from romper, which means to break. Now, that broken is roto, so not rompido. It's irregular. So, está roto, it's broken. So, el vaso está roto, the glass is broken. Can you give another example phrase? La silla está rota. La silla está rota. So the chair, and notice that la silla is feminine, está rota. We change the ending of roto to a. La silla está rota, because it's feminine. Okay, so you can say, no hay da 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 da. La mm 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 está roto. How could you say, I don't think that something, something, something. No creo que... Da, 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 da. No creo que... And the key thing to remember with this is it's followed by the subjunctive. Mm. So, a couple of examples here. No creo que funcione. No creo que funcione. No creo que funcione. So, funcionar means to work as in when something functions. That's what it, where it comes from, to function. So, no creo que funcione. With the E ending because it's subjunctive. No creo que funcione. I don't think it's working. What's another example with that no creo? No creo que esté bien. No creo que esté bien. Okay, so using estar bien, no creo que esté bien. I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's good. Yeah, for example, no creo que esté fresco. No creo que esté fresco. Right, so in fact, this was an example which happened to me in Colombia, I have to say. Ah, I'm sorry. Colombia. I'm sorry. It's, you know, it can happen in other places as well. But I had some chicken, which was old, let's say. What was that? Oh, years and years ago. I wasn't with you. Oh. <laughs> and I had to complain. And I think I said something like, No creo que esté fresco. Mm-hmm. So the chicken was about, I don't know, two weeks old. It smelled terrible. <laughs> it probably could have killed me. And then they changed it. So I said, No creo que esté fresco. Using that este subjunctive. What's maybe one more example with no creo que? No creo que vaya. No creo que vaya. So literally translated, I don't think it goes. Vaya is actually from the verb ir, meaning to go. It could be just a general complaint about maybe your car. Okay. No creo que vaya. I don't think it. I don't think it goes as in works. So let's imagine we're in a restaurant again. And you've been waiting for a long time for food or just to sit down or for anything. Not even in a restaurant, but you've been waiting somewhere for a long time. So, how can you say, I've been waiting for two hours or I've been here for two hours? There's a few ways you could say this. He estado aquí por dos horas. He estado aquí por dos horas. Another example, maybe? Llevamos dos horas esperando. 
Llevamos dos horas esperando. So you can use the verb llevar with time. Llevar means to carry. So llevamos dos horas. We carry two hours. Llevamos dos horas aquí. We've been here two hours. Or you could say, ya llevamos mucho tiempo aquí. We've been waiting here for a long time. We've been carrying a lot of time here. Can you think of another example? Llevamos toda la mañana esperando. Llevamos toda la mañana esperando. We've carried all of the morning waiting. We've been here all morning waiting. And connected to that, you might say, okay, well, when is it going to be ready? So how do you say to be ready? Estar listo. Estar listo. Estar listo. So how could you say, is it ready yet? Ya está listo. Ya está listo. Ya está listo. Ya está listo. Or how could you say, when's it going to be ready? ¿Cuándo va a estar listo? ¿Cuándo va a estar listo? ¿Cuándo va a estar listo? Say that again, because it's funny how the words connect together so quickly. Mm. ¿Cuándo va a estar listo? ¿Cuándo va a estar listo? So, everything we've been talking about so far is saying, is basically giving context, saying when's it going to be ready, we've been waiting for a long time, etc, etc. Let's say you want to make a formal complaint. So we know to complain again is... Quejarse. So related to that, what is a complaint? Una queja. Una queja. So how would you say, I'd like to make a complaint? Quisiera hacer una queja. Quisiera hacer una queja. Quisiera hacer una queja. So that's, I would like to do to make a complaint. Can you also say, quiero quejarme? I want to complain. Yes, it's fine. Yeah. Quiero quejarme. Quiero quejarme. So th what's the difference between quiero and quisiera? Son lo mismo. Yeah, they mean the same. That they want something, but... But one, one's more polite than another. Quisiera sounds more polite, I yeah. think. So you could say, quiero, I want, I said, quiero hacer una queja, I want to make a complaint, but quisiera is I would like to, is more formal and it's more polite as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, as part of that, you might actually ask for a complaint form. What is a complaint form? Formato de queja. Un formato de queja. Is there another way to say that? Yeah, there are different ways. can be formato, formulario. Formulario, okay, so mm. form. Could you say una hoja de queja? Sí. Yeah. So una hoja, un formulario, un formato de queja. But the key word in there is queja. So, ¿tiene un formato de queja? Do you have a complaint form? And if it's really bad... You might actually threaten not to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you say, I'm not going to pay? No voy a pagar. No voy a pagar. 
Now, of course, it's not really fair just to say I won't pay. So you could say I'm not going to pay until. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? No voy a pagar hasta que. Okay, no voy a pagar. I'm not going to pay. Pagar to pay. Hasta que. Until. And then the key part here is again, this is followed by the subjunctive. So hasta que and no creo que are both followed by the subjunctive. Mm. So we won't go into subjunctive in, in depth in this podcast, but we'll just give a couple of examples and I would say we can use the verb estar. So no voy a pagar hasta que, for example. Este terminado. Este terminado. I won't pay until it's finished. No voy a pagar hasta que esté terminado. Have you got a couple more examples? Yes. No voy a pagar hasta que esté solucionado. Hasta que esté solucionado. Until it's solved or resolved. Solucionado. Y no voy a pagar hasta que esté mejor. Hasta que esté mejor. Until it's better. Mm-hmm. So if all goes well and you've sent your complaint form, you said you threaten them not to pay. If if you're still if you're still there, and then they might apologize. So how can you handle an apology with class by being a nice person, which is obviously what we want to be. Well, I love that with class. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's say I'm I'm a waiter. I've come to serve you food and I dropped the bowl of soup. <laughs> so you, you filled out a complaint form and you said, no voy a pagar hasta que esté mejor until it's better. So then I say, uh, lo siento muchísimo, lo siento muchísimo, perdóname. What could you say? Tranquilo, <laughs> no se preocupe. Tranquilo, no se preocupe. Don't worry. No pasa nada. No pasa nada, yeah. Nothing's happened. No. So literally, don't worry about it again. Mm-hmm. No hay de qué. No hay de qué. This is an interesting one. The literal translation is kind of meaningless. There is nothing. No hay de qué. But that basically means no need to worry about it. Está bien, gracias. Está bien, gracias. So some simple things you could say there before you run out of the restaurant. <laughs> Bueno, Liz, muchísimas gracias. Bueno, Rob, gracias a ti. No hay de qué. 